Welcome back. This is It's Technically Romance. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And we take a look at Hallmark films from our different points of view, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the cynical cinephile. And today we are talking about Hearts Down Under. Mm-hmm. Heading all the way to Australia. Apparently, uh, I think this film was made pre-COVID, so they were able to film down in Australia. I think it was made a few years ago. Yeah, okay. pre-COVID. Uh, it was made a few years ago. It was called... Well, I think they finished wrapping in 2019. Oh, wow. It okay. said. It was called Romance on the Menu. Oh. Oh, I kind of like that title. I know, actually. right? <laughs> so I'm not sure why it was changed. Mm. Because if you look up Hearts Down Under um, on IMDb, it is, it's not there. Okay. Um, it's under Romance on the Menu. Man, that is a good one. I know. So this is like kind of... A bonus premiere Hallmark. I feel like they just maybe had some of these that were made maybe a few years back and they're just kind of like throwing them at us right now. I wonder how many they actually have like in their vault of movies that haven't been premiered. You know, they must have a few in their, their back pocket. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but as uh, in our interview with Joie from last episode, she mentioned that, you know, sometimes these movies get made and they kind of just sit around for a while. So yeah. you never really know when they're going to premiere yeah so hearts down under mm. what what do you think about it well i have some thoughts i have some thoughts about this one uh, i hope you do because we have a whole episode <laughs> to to create it's <laughs> a good point um so you know we have our little rating system that we like to use would we watch it again will we will we have it on in the background while we do the vacuuming or would we never watch this movie again this one is weird for me because it's so absurd and mm-hmm. so ridiculous at points that I might watch it again. Like, it, it bridges that that gap between so bad it's good that I might pop it on. Mm. There are some ridiculous things that happen in this film. This film, it felt like there were, like, three movies in this film. Like, just kind of mashed together. And technically speaking, it was it was pretty good. And, you know, that's that's my thing. Is If it's lit well, I'll, I'll watch it. So because of some of the, the crazy things that happen in this movie, I actually might watch it again, if you can believe that. I cannot believe that. <laughs> From watching it with you, uh, if this is the, your first episode listening to our podcast, we do not talk about these movies until we record. So we watch them, we take our notes, and then this is our first time talking to each other about it. From getting your reactions of watching this movie, mm-hmm. I would have definitely thought this would have been a never watch again for you. There was something that happens. I'm not going to spoil it for our listeners. That was so unbelievable. I mean, the, the back half of this movie is just uh, a tornado of conflict and ridiculousness. And uh, um, I, I, I'm like, I'm so excited to talk about it because <laughs> it is absurd. And I, I'm, I'm not, let me just say this right away. I'm not trying to be mean. I, I really am not trying to be mean. You know, I like to say this all the time that I know how much work goes into these, you know, you, through costuming, sound, like all that stuff. I know mm-hmm. how much work actually goes into these films. And so, like I said, technically speaking, there's a lot of good things that happen. Unfortunately, though, there's just some ridiculousness that takes place uh, throughout the story. And I'm going to talk about it because I love it because it just, it, it surpasses that moment of so bad it's good. And it, it's a rare, a rare thing. It happens. And yes, I would watch it again because of that. Uh-uh. I might have to disagree with the so bad that it's good. 
I agree that this movie was all over the place. Yeah. It started out pretty slow for me. Right. Then I started liking it. And I was like, yeah, I'm feeling this. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like it. And then it gets to a point where I'm just like, what in the world is happening? It derails. Like, it goes off the tracks, into the woods, and down the river. Like, it's insane. And then by the end of the movie, I honestly was like, I don't. I would never watch this movie again. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the point. When you say that, I'm like, I would watch this again because it's so crazy. See, I think there's a, a point where it's so absurd that it is funny and good. Yeah. I don't know that this movie did that for me. The it la- was the, just absurd. The dish at the end of the film that her mom brings out. Where, I know, but I'm just saying. That is the pinnacle of it. Oh, it just kept getting worse. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I think it, it reached a point where it was it was too much. Mm. It was just it got a little too absurd for me. <laughs> I mean, we're going to laugh about it. And yes, we know that, like you said, we're not trying to be mean. We're just having a good time talking about it. There were some things of this movie that I really did enjoy. So we're going to try to focus on the positives. We're we're positive people. Yeah. We're positive people. um, But come on. (laughs) But come on. We're positive people. But even we, we have a limit sometimes. Yeah, we're honest. We're positive, but we're We're also honest. honest. So... Uh, let's, I'm going to give us a little plot summary. Please. We'll jump right in. <laughs> Let me hear this plot summary of yours. I had to write it real quick because okay. we literally just watched this. So Caroline inherits her late aunt's cafe located in Australia. Mm-hmm. She flies there to sell it, but realizes the cafe needs a lot of repairs. Mm-hmm. Helping out with the cafe and spending time with Cook, the cook. Nice, yeah. He helps her remember her love of cooking, and they fall in love. Yep. So let's talk about the leads first. You know, we've got some... Well, we've got a, a veteran. I think I can call her a veteran now, right? Yeah. This is our, our third our third movie of hers, I think, that we is that a have veteran? reviewed. Well, n- <laughs> not... A veteran isn't someone we've reviewed a lot. A veteran is just someone that's had been in a lot okay. of Hallmark movies. I don't know if we'd consider a veteran at this point. But she's definitely a uh, staple. Uh, yeah, sure. Ooh, we'll go like with that. we'll staple. go with staple. Okay. I like the staple. Uh, Cindy Busby is mm-hmm. is who we're talking about, <laughs> uh, and she plays Caroline, mm-hmm. who is a fine dining chef. And then Tim Ross, mm-hmm. who is a newcomer. I think I read. Uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but this was his first movie ever. Oh, really? Yeah. So not just new to Hallmark, but new to mm-hmm. to being in a, a film. So uh, he played Simon, which I'm not sure why we didn't just call him Simon in the movie. Because his name was Cook. But they call him Cook. He's a cook. Which was not my favorite thing. But he <laughs> is an Australian diner cook. So we've got two different types of meal makers when here. worlds collide. <laughs> Very similar to uh, the two brothers, the two twin brothers. Yeah. 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 So he was good. I liked him. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him. I, I hope he does more of these. You know, I, I like them in Australia. I'd like to see a little bit more of Australia. And then the third lead, uh, which we don't normally get a third lead. You're going for a third lead? Was... Uh, the food itself? Was Spatch. That's true. <laughs> Was the dog? He was, he was like the cutest dog ever. His name is Mr. Big. Is the real dog? Okay. Uh, it's a Sex in the City uh, nod. Uh, I'm assuming that's that's <laughs> why they call him Mr. Big. But yeah, he was adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, he was adorable. Let us talk about the meat cute. As far as meat cutes go, 
I thought this one was cute. It so it was successful. Lived up to its name. And so this is our first time that all of our our main leads meet each other. So Caroline meets Batch. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, petting him. And she says something like, well, where's the manager? Uh, is he as adorable as you are? And then, of course, Cook is standing behind her and says something like, I doubt it. <laughs> In an Australian accent. In an Australian accent, so... Yeah, I think Spatch stole the show, as as he or she usually does. I don't know... It was a little weird for me because I wouldn't go up to a dog and start nuzzling it. Um, a strange dog, so I was a little... Well, people do that. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. A lot of people do that. Okay, so that kind of threw me off. I'm like, there's a strange dog. It could be, you know, rabid. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, he definitely looked rabid. <laughs> she, vicious. She, she should have kept This her dog distance. was huge. All right, this dog was huge. This cute, white, fluffy thing on her stairs with a collar. Yeah, very yeah. scared. Um, very sus. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, it was okay for me. I, I liked it. You know, I thought it was a, a neat little encounter. Um, might have liked a little bit more sort of interaction between them. But I thought it was, it was, it was neat. Was good. They could have maybe thrown in, you know, maybe some funnier like banter between them. Yeah. It was kind of them just saying like, "Well, here are your keys. Have see, a good yeah, stay. See, see you later. <laughs> if you need anything, let me know." There was a part though where she was like, she was, oh, what did she say? She looked really awkward about it. Like, the, the, she was supposed to. It was something about. Yeah, she, Sandy Busby plays awkward very well. Yeah, she did. She had a little awkward line there, and she's like, "Oh, why did I say it?" Like. That, I like that. I thought that was a neat little moment there. So she's there, and but what what I thought was weird. She's like, I'm here for business, you know. So she knows already that she's going to be in this town messing things up by getting rid of this restaurant. So she's already undercover, you know. So first order of business for her business is to take out a hand drawn map of the town that she somehow has. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if she drew it herself. I don't know if her great aunt gave it to her. That's what I assumed. Okay. But I have no idea. They didn't give us any confirmation there. Okay. Part of me part of me hopes that she spent time to draw this hand-drawn map <laughs> of the town. But it's the, it's the weirdest thing because she, she lifts it up, looks at the map, takes the map down, and there's a restaurant across the street. Uh, so very, a very funny scene for me. Um, and I knew things were going to get better from there. I think maybe that was just like a funny little way for them to say, this is a small town. <laughs> there's not much going on here. Yeah, and they say that a lot. They say that this is a small town, that there's not a lot going on. But when she goes to the restaurant, it is hopping. Um, I've been to some small town restaurants before. I've lived in small towns. They're hardly ever like that. Like it was packed to the gills. We're talking Friday night, all the kids are out kind of thing. Very, very crowded. And I'll... Well, I was almost a little like, like why she's a, a restauranteur. She's worked in kitchens. Why would you go to a restaurant during the lunch rush? Unless she was checking out maybe to see how they handled the lunch rush. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Um, cause she, but she wasn't really worried about, you know, helping them out because she ordered like everything on the menu. Yeah, so they're already super busy and she's just like, I'm going to order this and this mm-hmm. and this. I, at first, I was like, wow, she must be really hungry. She's got an appetite. <laughs> but then you realize, oh, she's going to test these out. Yeah, and I, and, I'm, and I was confused about that, too. So she says to Beth, the waitress, who was great, by the way. I love Beth. She was awesome. She says, I'm doing a little research for my restaurant. So is she doing that? 
when she's eating or is she checking the food before she sells it? And if so, why is she checking the food before she sells it? I think she's doing both. Okay. And I guess maybe she's just curious to see how her aunt's restaurant was doing and, you know, what they got going on over there. In Australia. In Australia. Or maybe she honestly just, like, missed the food. She Maybe she hasn't tasted it since mm. she was 10 years old. That's a good and point, too. And she just wanted a little bite of everything. Aww. Well, to get connected with her aunt, because that's one of the reasons she said she's there, is to kind of say goodbye to her aunt. So that makes a lot of sense. It's kind of beautiful in a way. Yeah, but she is taking notes, so. Exactly. I felt good eating yeah. this. <laughs> this reminded me of my aunt. Um, it didn't seem like a journal entry. No. <laughs> seem more, seem more business. Yeah. Her uh, business glasses were on. She was, she was getting to it. Yeah. So Caroline has given us some mixed messages here. Yeah. And we, we get those mixed messages throughout the film, I think, in a lot of ways, uh, which adds to the, the fun of this one. Um, fun. That's a, that's a good way to put it. So as far as romance goes, yeah. I think there were some really nice moments in this movie. And yeah, I would agree with that. There are quite a few little like cliche romantic moments that were a bit cheesy for me. Many. I, I felt like there was a, a whiteboard of classic cliche hallmark moments and they were just checking them down the list. Yeah. So we've got the, you know, fishing. He's like helping her show how to reel it in. <laughs> and then there's a scene where she like trips and falls back on him. That one was good. That was good. Yeah, I mm, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But one of my favorite scenes was when they were doing the clamming. So yeah. I think they, you know, have had some sort of like lingering look, some kind of like awkward moments. They're filling each other out, and I think they had real. I thought they had really good chemistry. Mm -hmm. So um, especially in the scene where the mom calls in she's like burning the bread and he comes running in because he's like what's going on i thought that was a really sweet moment that showed where the chemistry really started for me the bread baking scene where caroline is is trying to to bake some bread with those berries that they pulled off the trees poisonous perhaps I don't <laughs> poisonous know. poisonous bread that she's baking um, that was really cute, and I actually got some some sultry vibes. The oh. only the only time in this film I got some sultry vibes was when he had that berry with a little bit of sugar, and I thought he was going to feed it to her. I was like, oh man, this relationship is progressing. She quick. was like, no, no, not today. I'm going to come around the corner, and take that four from you. Uh, Caroline's got some walls up. She's got some walls up. Uh, so I thought that 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 scene was great, and then obviously the mom calls. That was cute. That to me was sort of the pinnacle, cute fun moment of the movie and I don't know I, I was kind of curious do you think has there ever been a time where the potential partner has met the mom or the, the parents of the other person so soon like I liked that a lot like that was really cute I guess only when they've like grown up with them okay you know yeah, in those true. instances no, yeah. when it's like but I thought it was I thought it was a neat little little twist there it's neat to see sort of the parents kind of looking in and being like, oh, this relationship's, but you know, I, I, I like that. I yeah. And even though they did have the little, you know, cliche with the mom butting in and saying, oh, is this the handsome cook? So yeah. then she sort of, you know, embarrasses Caroline a little. But now cook knows she thinks he's handsome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The mom definitely, definitely embarrasses her, um, which just adds, adds to it. But back to the clamming uh, scene I really liked that scene, even though they had the really cheesy, oh, I fell. <laughs> catch me, um, catch me. 
I just thought it was a really cute little mo- sort of mo- was it a montage? Not really. The montage came in the kitchen earlier. That crazy montage they had. I thought they kind of showed some time passing, but yeah. you know they're digging their feet in the sand, and you know you you see the excitement on her face when she find you know feels the mm-hmm. the clams underneath her feet and. I just thought that was like a really sort of genuine moment with them. And you got Spatch just laying in the water, mm. super cute. And they do this really cool like pullback of mm. them where you think there are other people on the beach. But then when they do that pullback, it's like, it's a private beach. whoa, what happened? There's no one in this town. There's no <laughs> Everyone this town. disappeared and it is just them. Or, ooh, maybe that was like a cool sort of way to show that's how they felt. That they were the only ones on the beach together. <laughs> oh my god, that is wonderful. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you went there. As an artistic uh, approach. That shot was was good. It was. I'm pretty sure it had to have been. I say had to. It was most likely done with the drone, um, just zipping back. And I think that was really the only drone shot we saw. So it was a little jarring for me. Um, because like, oh wait, that is that is different. But it looked nice. It could have been on the back of a truck. That's true too. Zooming by, I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. It was really flat though. I mean, it, there was no bounce to it at all. It oh, was just a very low truck. A very low truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that scene was great, and it really showed sort of the beauty of the Australian coast. It was, it was nice to see. I, I'd love to have seen more of Australia in this. I mean, we get a we get a good bit of it, um, but they spend a lot of time in the bungalow, which is absolutely adorable. And in the uh, the town, isn't Australia or the restaurant pretty dangerous though? Uh, Australia is very dangerous. Yeah, yeah, so maybe they just wanted to keep it tight knit. Keep tight. <laughs> keep all the, the didn't want any accidents and, yeah. happening. No, for, for real liability. I mean, that's I mean honestly that that could very well be have been part of it. But I was glad to see some Australia. It just looked gorgeous and um, again that bungalow. My goodness, what a cute house. I mean the the set design and. Um, all the dressing was just great for it. I mean, they did an awesome job. Yeah, I don't know what kind of flowers grow in Australia, but they had some really pretty oh flowers that, that I noticed. Just a great feeling. And just to do a little technical real quick, the lighting, I think, overall was good in this film. And I think they utilized a lot of natural light um, to accent that. I mean, that again, the bungalow and the restaurant had a lot of windows, so that natural light was just pouring in. They utilized that very uh, efficiently, which I just made it feel vibrant bright um just a great job overall in the lighting uh camera work you know besides that the drone shot that you like i I think was fine it wasn't anything too crazy except for in the beginning we had that montage scene in the kitchen which was just wild remember that like the credits start rolling in and then the music kicks up and it's like pop 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 and they did like the close-ups and just people throwing stuff in the pans it seemed like a string of different b-roll as opposed to them filming didn't really work for me and you can tell because the color on some of the the clips were different than the film itself so didn't really work for me it seemed a little out of place and it kind of goes into that vibe where it felt like there was like three different films here yeah i remember the music being very jarring like it was like a kind of like jazzy tune yeah. to open and then it just like cut into this really like abrasive fast-paced music to show them like oh we're cooking fast and i didn't didn't i wasn't a fan of that it was they did it twice they did it twice yeah they did it twice and i felt like the music much like the movie was 
all over the place. Like you said, yeah. they didn't really know what kind of movie they were making. We talked about the music in Right in Front of Me, how they sort of had like a theme throughout mm. and it was like a score that seemed like it was made like just for this movie. That was not the case for this one. And yeah. I think that I love when there's like a theme throughout the oh, movie, yeah. but this like was just felt kind of jumbled up. Like the music didn't match sometimes and I don't know, not really sure what happened there. Yeah, I mean, and not not just the fact that the music didn't match, but it wasn't mixed well. A lot of times music would overtake the scene. And I think a lot of that was because the music wasn't the right fit, but in other times I think it was just a little too loud. Like they needed to kind of downplay that a little bit. Sound mixing is very hard though. Yeah. Um, so it was just a little jarring at points. The audio though, I, uh, for their, their actors, I thought was fine though. I mean, there wasn't a point where you know they got lost or anything or, or dubbing becomes an issue. One of the things I did like though, that I thought they did a great job was the costumes. I thought the outfits were super cute, uh, especially what Caroline wore. Just great, great vibes. Um, outfits were great. Her chef outfit looked awesome. Uh, very authentic, real life. I will say this about Cindy Busby. She played the chef very well. The, in the very beginning when she was going down and perfecting it and how she was moving around the kitchen, I thought she did a great job. I believed her to be a chef, so so great job on that. Yeah, I thought she did a good job with it too. I was kind of eyeing you, seeing what you're Scribbling furiously. <laughs> this isn't authentic. No, I don't know if... I mean, I assume there's different costume designers for every movie, mm. but they always put Cindy Busby in just like the cutest little dresses. Yeah. And like her hair is always fixed like in a cute little way. So I don't know if she has any say in that, that I feel like she's kind of dressed the same mm -hmm. in like a lot of her movies, but I like it. I, I love the little cute floral dresses that mm. she wears, um, especially in here. Well, if I was a costume designer, I would be looking at past films that these actors have done and been like, this works, this works. So she probably just has a, a style that people are like, oh, this works for her. Because every movie she's in, she's just outfitted beautifully. Yeah, for sure. Um, and one of my favorite outfits also ties into my favorite scene okay. in the movie was the boat scene where he takes her yeah, that was good. on his boat. Yeah. And talk about lit well. Like I even wrote that in my notes. Like I loved the way that scene was lit. Mm -hmm. They had the nice glow on them and yeah. then just that whole like the view of the water and it's like at night and I just thought it was beautiful and I, I really liked that scene with them just sitting on the boat. I was like, oh gosh, I really want to be there. <laughs> like yeah. That seemed like a perfect like romantic date. You know, we just had a whole discussion of interrupted kisses with Joie Botkin yeah. on our last episode. And it's like I'm thinking about those things that she said now because we get an interrupted kiss here, but it makes sense. And this is the time where they interrupt their own kiss because, well, Caroline interrupts yeah. the kiss because she's, she's not ready. She's just like doesn't feel comfortable with it. Um, and you can see the struggle with her, within her, but it just... You know, it did, for me, it didn't even feel right. So to yeah. me, it made sense. I was like, well, no, you know, she's going to be leaving and she's selling his restaurant. Like there's some, there's a little bit of, you know, conflict there for her. And I just thought, I thought that scene was beautifully done. And, and I loved especially her outfit there. She had like that mm -hmm. red skirt with like the flowers on it. And she had like the braid in her hair. I love like a good braid. Uh, so yeah, that was my favorite scene, and I thought the the romance was 
popping there. Yeah, no, it was a great, and like you said, the lighting there was, was beautiful. They had like these little, um, I don't know what kind of lights they are, but like little, almost like lantern lights that you yeah. hold in your hand. And they had that kind of, that yellow light spilling on his face. And I think it must have been um, color corrected for uh, daylight because that's how you get that nice yellow glow is uh, you basically color correct for that. So that was, that was beautiful. I thought it was great. The only thing that was weird about that, he's like, you got to take off your shoes when they get on the boat. And I was like, what? what? I, I need to talk to a boatman uh, to find out why you need to take off your shoes getting onto a sailboat. Um, he keeps his boat in tip top shape. I guess. Just a little weird. So if any boatmen out there can let me know, uh, that'd be great. Or boat women, I should say. Well, maybe she was wearing, was she wearing heels? Maybe it was his, so not to like, feet were off too. maybe not to like scratch the... We need, we need to find out. Yeah. I need to find out personally. Um... So that was weird because it was a very romantic, like, I was like, oh, I was feeling it. And then it's like, take off your shoes. <laughs> I was like, mm, maybe just cut that out. So that scene was beautiful, lit well. Uh, I think you're right about the conflict. That's one of the things that didn't make sense to this film. Why is he helping her? Is he just trying to get her around to keep the rest? Like, it was he just... loves her. No, he does not yet. Well, when he, he is falling in love with her. When he agrees to help her, it's just... It didn't make sense because he's going to give up his job. So that whole, the whole premise of this just didn't sit right with me because he's helping her to sell the restaurant that he loves. Well, I think he's helping her. Well, she's, first of all, she's paying for the renovations, Not much. which they, but they needed renovation. Right. So she is putting in money for that. And also I think ultimately he's hoping that she will change her mind. Yeah. So you know, I think he is starting to fall for her, but he's all he's thinking that she's feeling the same. So he's like, well, if she's feeling the same, there's no way she's going to sell it. It was just, it's just a weird way to start a relationship off with like this sort of almost manipulation, guilt, you know, kind of thing. Oh, uh, for sure. And then when he's like painting the sign, that kind of reinforces that guilt, you know. It's just uh, very weird. So just very weird to me. Uh, but that scene was a nice little pocket of, of beauty in this film. Yeah, and I thought they acted it perfectly because yeah. when she pulls away and like you know she's like I don't think we we should or something and he's like but maybe we can or something yeah. like that and then when he realizes like it's not gonna happen that look of disappointment yeah. on his face was no it was so it was it was good. you're right it was acted well and, and the then, awkwardness afterwards I love the next line though it's like it was. It was this was an absurd thing to do for this scene because it's kind of serious and like they're realizing like yeah we shouldn't do this and then he's like do you want to get some ice cream? It was perfect. It's like a perfect yeah. diffuser. I mean, just, and it just brought it back to the date and just having fun with this person. So yeah, I think that was the strongest. You're absolutely right. That's the strongest scene. Um, for me though, the most beautiful scene and just turn and this was a beautiful scene. Like I'm not. This was definitely a beautiful scene. The scene where I just got all sorts of wonderful feelings was the party when they have their, their meat pies and they're going to this party, <laughs> which I don't even know there was going to be a party. It just seemed to come out of nowhere. Um, all of them sitting around that, that picnic table on the dock with this, you know, it was like sunset with the wind blowing through their hair. Oh, yeah. You have the, the twinkly lights everywhere. Such a wonderful feeling of just being on the water. It made me want to get back on the water. Um, my parents uh, lived near the water for a while and we would do, go out and just sit on the dock and everything and just I got that feeling again it was just such a wonderful feeling oh yeah it's the best and I agree that scene was beautiful 
I was like, I want to be at that party. I know. Like, like where do we get it? That really invite? was like you said. Set design was excellent for this movie, mm-hmm. and it really just like pulled you in. And I loved the lighting. They were. I mean, it looks like Christmas lights. There was like Christmas colors and everything, yeah. but I love that. You know, that's one thing. It's not a Christmas movie, but if you want to put Christmas lights in a summer movie, I'm not going to hate it. Yeah, because I mean, people in, you know, we, we joke about this, about how there's twinkly, twinkly lights in all these films. And sometimes it's like a little sus. It makes sense in the summer because, you know, your backyard patio, you have lights out in the summer. And they even had that string of lights, you know, going across the table and everything. So... Just very well done and just a great, great feeling overall. But, I mean, let's talk about the pinnacle of absurdity and just beautifulness in this film. And it happens in this scene. Well, real quick before that. Oh, you're making me wait. Okay, okay, go ahead. No, just as far as more, a little more romance before we just go where the rails fly off here. Um, That dancing scene is kind of kooky. Like, they go to dance and then then the other couple pulls them away like immediately and you're like okay so then of course there's their other cliche the then the the fast song dies down and then it's the slow song so like well i guess we gotta dance to this slow song but let me tell you that gave me some feels really yeah they were dancing very close to each other their like noses were practically touching if not already touching and I know we've, you know, kind of been hard on the music in this movie. Yeah. I will say, which I probably should have looked this up before we did this podcast. I really liked the song that was playing when they were dancing. Okay. It was a, a female singer. Oh, kind I think of I remember. slow, yeah. Yeah. indie sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone knows who sang that or what song that was, Shout us out. let me know. So I really liked that scene. As far as romance, I thought that was really sweet. But then, of course... Of it course, is, there's, there's no of course. It is ruined. There's no of course. Yeah. It, it is, oh man. You're right. right. It is not an of course. It was a shock for us all. I mean, okay. So let's let's give you a little backstory here. In the beginning of the film, the mom, while, she's, while Caroline is working, the mom keeps saying, Nathaniel's here, Nathaniel's here. And so you know that Nathaniel's like either, I thought he was like a restaurant reviewer or something. We find out that she's, uh, or that he's her ex, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, that's kind of weird. And they have like a little thing in the beginning where she's like, I'm leaving. You didn't believe in me. I'm going to Australia. I'm like, okay, well, that's over and done with. Mm-hmm. It is not over and done with because, because this man travels all the way from New York to Australia where she's at. Well, he wasn't in Australia. I mean, he wasn't in New York when he flew there. He was like in Bali or, Bali yeah. or some somewhere else that's it's like still really far away from right next Australia. Door. Right next door. I thought it come. I've got my jet. So he comes, interrupts this dance, this wonderful dance. I, I couldn't believe it. I like I think my jaw hit the floor, literally hit the floor. It, it made absolutely no sense that this man would stalk this woman across the world to... Oh, and we find out that he's her fiancé or ex-fiancé. Ex-fiancé. Like, that was never really explained. Like, yes, he he's, he's a creep for yeah. sure. You fly all the way and then all, you're like... I'm your fiance, which you're not anymore because you clearly broke up. Right. And so there's this line that she says to him when they're like talking and she's like, you're so predictable. And I'm like, no, Caroline, he's not (laughs) because no one could have predicted him showing up. No one. Oh my God. It's, and you have to like, you know, we're harping on it on some things in this movie. 
you need to watch it just for this right here. The end, the back half of this film is is. I don't know what happened. I feel like they were like, you know what? Let's just see how crazy we can get. For real, and it's it's almost refreshing. Like it's, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I, I wasn't joking when I say that I would watch this again just for the back half. I was just just an utter. Um... A, a confused state yeah. the entire back half of the movie that it was hard for me to enjoy because I just was like, what is it's going great. And on? so it, it starts off, it starts off with the fiance. Um, and then they have a conversation. It seems like she's going to go back to him or something. Which and she's just, like, I miss you too. And I'm like, what? Oh my God. It's And of course, Cook overhears. Yeah. And so he's dropping off something for her we don't know yet and yeah. then yeah and then she, she, it does seem like she's gonna take him back and then he's she's like but why you know why do you miss me or why do you want to be back and of course it's like your restaurant's doing really well but it's not though because she had a poor review so that's what i was confused about too is the restaurant doing well is it not doing well it made no sense and so he goes away he kicks her she kicks him out and he's like i have no place to stay and she's like stay on your jet because of course he has a jet for some reason. Oh, I loved it. And then, you oh, know, go ahead. I completely forgot. Okay, so this is another part, which, forgive me, if anyone thought that this was a nice gift. Uh, he, when they're dancing, he gives her something. Oh my, God. how could we forget about this? Oh no, because, I mean, I have it in my notes, but we got, we got <laughs> taken away from Nathaniel, but... He gives her... That. That's when he comes, right? That's Oh, that whole thing. He gives her a necklace. Yeah. If you want to call it a necklace, it goes around your neck. <laughs> it's on a, a thing to put around your neck. That is a necklace. Um, <laughs> it's one of the, the clams, oh the shells that they got from clamming, but he's done something to it. <laughs> Glitterized. Shellacked, uh, painted. Yeah. It is It is pretty. You okay. know, the colors. It's like a green... Yeah. But this thing is gargantuan. It's a big necklace. It is so big. Mm. And when he puts it around her neck. Her head falls forward. I was like, <laughs> how is she carrying that? And then she wears it for a good portion after. Yeah. And it is so distracting. It's all I can look at. <laughs> I'm not hearing anything they're saying. That shell is just drawing, just in. drawing me in. It, it is a black hole of a necklace. It pulls everything in. Uh, it, so yeah, I, oh my god! Because right after he gives it to her, then Nathaniel comes then in. Then Nathaniel so walks in. It just yeah. it just cranks up to ten after that. Uh, I don't. So about the clams, I don't think it was a clam. I think there's a scene, and maybe I'm wrong about this. There's a scene when they're like by the water, and she picks up the shell, and she's like, "Oh, this is beautiful." And he says, "Your aunt loved these shells." Oh. And I think that so it had a little bit more. At least the way I interpreted it. Oh, the one he leaves on the ground. I wonder. They yeah. like closed up on it yeah. after. He had a little bit. See, uh, I didn't even realize that. No, because I thought it was a clam too. I'm like, that makes no sense. It didn't. <laughs> why do you? Why did you give her a foot clam <laughs> necklace? Um, it's so, still really No, no, no. Big. It's still ridiculous. It's still ridiculous. So. Uh, but that does make it a little sweeter. A little bit more romantic. So, and then. Oh my God. So, a few more things that happened. She realizes, finally... You know, that she's not going to sell the restaurant. So she gets up next morning, goes over, tells the the realtor, I'm not selling the restaurant. He's excited because they've all been trying to get her not sell. Mm -hmm. She has that necklace on. It's swinging in the wind. Oh, yeah. Weighing her down. She overhears a conversation that they're all having about how they've tried to sabotage and how Cook was only into her to try and get her to not sell, which he kind of was, but kind of wasn't. It's 
very confusing. So she takes that necklace off and sets it down and then says, I'm selling the restaurant. And I'm like, oh, thank God. She must feel so much lighter now that she <laughs> took that big green shell off her neck. It doesn't. And so she go. It's, it's just so weird that she's like, I'm not selling. I am selling. Very weird. Well, it's that conflict we talk about where they act very childish. So this is like a huge decision that you're making that's affecting all of these people's lives. Yeah. And she's just changing it on a little whim because she overhears them and she gets mad yeah so you know what i'm gonna ruin all your lives because i'm mad and you know and i talk about conflict and you guys if you've listened to the podcast you know how i hate this sort of you know false conflict because they they stop acting like adults they don't talk to each other i actually didn't mind this conflict because they've just set up so much absurdity that i'm like let's just roll with it let's just roll with it (laughs) And so then they get locked in a a walk-in. A walk-in. They oh, yeah. Get, they get it's locked it's in the not over. They get locked in the walk-in. They have a food fight in the walk-in. It's, it's crazy. And then after the food fight, she decides not to sell. Yeah, the food fight. I don't know what they're what, going for. What is, what is there to say? And it was a weird food fight because it was... A lot of rice. Rice. Some tricks. Tri- <laughs> some trail mix. Some I Skittles. Know. I, don't I don't know what was going on, what they had in that pantry. But yeah, then we get a little flour on them. I'm like, okay, some yeah. of that sticking. I think I would have rathered it if it would have been a little messier. Yeah. But it just felt... Weird. It felt very strange. Beautifully weird. Uh, sure. <laughs> and, um, you know... I, you know, then she leaves. So she's like, well, I'm not going to sell. She tells them and she's like, but I still got to go. And she had been, to her credit, I will say this, to the credit of the customer, um, they leave the tricks or the trail mix in her hair throughout that whole time. Like they don't, they don't, they leave it in. So that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, And I will say, so we have this crazy food fight scene and you're just like, oh my gosh, what? You're just left dumbfounded. And then... Then they get you. I don't know about you, but when she's like telling Cook bye and she's got tears in her eyes, like I was just like, darn you, Sandy Busby. Now I'm, now I'm wanting to cry when I was just like, wait, what is going on? So that's why this movie was just kind of all over the place for me because there were moments where I was like really, you know, taken in and swept yeah. away, you know, by the Australian coast and the romance. And then we had these like crazy <laughs> scenes that just did not fit. But yeah, I, I felt that. I felt, you know, when she was saying goodbye and she didn't want to leave. And I cannot believe she left behind her, her the necklace. necklace. I know. I, that was, but it's okay, everyone. It is okay. We see the necklace again. Oh, don't you worry. We see it again. So she leaves the necklace behind, goes back to New York. I thought they were going to do a three months later. It must have been just like a week later or something. It really Yeah, wasn't. I think her mom says something like, I'm, you're, I'm so glad that you're back. And she's like, it's been... Well, I don't know. She says it's been days. Yeah. I feel like. I so it's know. only been like a few days. We need days. a time. We're not sure. But she's back. The restaurant does well because she trusts her Sue. She redoes the menu, I guess, to make it. We're not even sure. I don't know what she does in the menu. It looks the same to me. But she redoes the menu. The critics love it. With some of her aunt's yeah. recipes yeah. sort of like taking it. Because that was, we didn't say, that was the gift that he gave her. Besides the amazing <laughs> necklace was all of her aunt's recipes. So she does that. Things are going well. And again, I'm, I'm still confused as if the restaurant's the hottest spot or if it's struggling. <laughs> We're not sure. She she goes out. There, Her mom brings her out a plate of food. They're going to eat A together dessert. They're going to celebrate. celebrate. Mm-hmm. They're going to celebrate. Oh my goodness. So she lifts up the thing and... There's like garnish yeah. on the dessert. There's garnish. She lifts it up and on the dessert, 
You guessed it. The shell necklace. I think I gasped. I think I did too. Right in the middle. And not in a good way. Right in the middle of that dessert is a is a shell necklace the same shell necklace uh and then of course he found it on that shelf that she left it at the restaurant he's like no 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 (laughs) not getting away from her i spent five minutes making this i'm gonna fly all the way to new york because there's no way Uh, little did he know she left it on purpose yeah so as i would have (laughs) what is this doing here how did this get i I thought i left this (laughs) so he comes out uh, they have a moment. He's wearing so I, I, we were talking about how good the costume is. He's wearing a jacket and it's doing the uh, the weird thing. I don't know if you noticed the jacket, how it's kind of busy, how it was kind of vibrating. She had some pants on in the movie. Um, I think when they're fishing, that did the yeah. same thing. It was like checkered. Yeah, you got to be careful when you have a lot of patterns on in films because it'll literally vibrate. Your eyes will see it vibrating on screen. So he had a jacket that was vibrating that was distracting to me. The only sort of flub that I saw. Um, and that's all I could look at during All I could look at was the necklace. All you could look no. at was the necklace. <laughs> no, I don't know if she put it on after. But. I don't think she did. I don't, thankfully, I don't think she did. And they have a kiss, which is your territory. What did you think about the kiss? Um, it was hard to think of anything after I knew that that big green <laughs> shell was back. And But the kiss, you know, I was hoping the kiss kind of would have made up for all of that. Mm-hmm. And... You know, bless it. I know that that was supposed to be a romantic moment, but I just could not get past that necklace. And some people like really like big statement jewelry. I am just not that person. Yeah. So for me, that is not something that I would wear or that I would like as a gift. Mm -hmm. Um, Taking note right now. Yeah. (laughs) Don't give Stephanie. (laughs) Got to return that big green (laughs) necklace I bought you. Um, The kiss. It wasn't. It wasn't a very great kiss, yeah. if I'm if I'm being honest. And I hate to say it because I thought they had wonderful chemistry, yeah, and I really yeah. I really liked these two leads. And I was hoping for a better kiss, but they filmed it at a very strange angle. They I don't did. know if you noticed, so it was kind of hard to see. Like I was like trying to get in there, like I can't, you know, move the camera, and they didn't move it. And then they pull back, and so it was just kind of it was just kind of there, mm-hmm. um, not a lot of movement. It was just yeah. It was it wasn't great um, because I mean I'm no I'm no romance expert so um. well from this romance expert I've got the papers <laughs> yeah, to, paper, to yeah. prove it. It was it was not the best. Yeah, and again we've been having a, a lot of a lot of fun with this movie, uh, and I, there's a there's a saying that we have in the South that I like to utilize in these situations, and it's bless her heart, <laughs> and that's how I feel about this movie. Bless, bless its, its heart. Bless its heart. Also. In that vein, so after the kiss, they pull back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you made notes about this. Then we see they pull back and then close up on a photo of her. Oh, I forgot about and that. Her aunt. And then this is just to top it off. It's just, just the cherry on top of the absurdity that has happened. The picture comes to life. It a la becomes, Harry Potter. A la yeah, Harry it Potter. becomes a video and it's her and her aunt baking together. The aunt. And it, Go ahead. There you go. go. Okay, I think I know what you're ready to say. And I'm like, did I see the ant winks at the the camera? Winks at the camera. It. it, Oh, I I must have. I totally forgot about that. Uh, It was the necklace. It was put you under a spell. (laughs) Yeah, the picture comes to life. They're having a cute little cooking thing, uh, and the ant winks at the camera. Like it was. I. Oh my goodness. So again. I think you guys can hear the the joy in my voice when I say this. I would watch this film again. I would watch this film again because it's ridiculous, but it, it's a lot of fun because of 
seeing three different movies try and come together and the end is just it's just wild so we've had some fun with it I, yeah i hope you guys had fun listening to us <laughs> sort of you know pick it apart which again i think these two leads were great this was tim ross's first movie i believe i thought he did a wonderful job yeah oh, i wouldn't sure. mind seeing him and more i thought they were great together and there were those little moments that really got to me mm-hmm. as a whole though this was not my favorite and even though it was so absurd and we're having fun talking about it i don't i don't know that i would watch it again but um if you're if you're watching it in there and i see that necklace i might give a chuckle or two so (laughs) um so and also one of the quick positives i will say before we head out because i like to end on a positive note i liked that they had it so she didn't move she didn't move to australia she's Mm -hmm. not giving up her new york gig um, he doesn't move. They're just going to try and make it work. I like when they have that sort of adult, you know, relationship dialogue. It's like, well, I'm not moving, but we can try and make it work. I love that. I think that's fantastic. And It's not going to work, though. Australia, New York. Uh, that's a long time, yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, I really like that. And I also appreciate they had these moments where they would argue. And it's been a while since we've had these sort of fights where they're arguing because they're dealing with these emotions. I like these sort of arguments they had uh, because it felt real and genuine to me. So, at least on my, my side, I'm going to end on a positive note. I like the little things. There's some moments in here that I, that I enjoyed. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and we appreciate those moments. Yeah. So, there were some things that they got right. And that was Hearts Down Under. That was Hearts Down Under. Or Romance on the Menu. Romance, which I... Oh, it's such a better title. I, I think Hallmark needs to call us and be like, hey, we're just running some titles what do you guys think because we are title experts experts we got the paperwork (laughs) so thank you all for listening uh really appreciate you all thank you we've been getting a lot of comments and messages please keep them coming in we love talking to you guys out there yes thanks so much for listening as always make sure you're following us subscribe to us um, on apple spotify anywhere you listen to podcasts give us a rating or review Mm -hmm. it truly we say this all the time but it really does help us out let Mm -hmm. us know where we're at uh so yeah thanks guys thanks everyone